Amen. Amen. I have never been scared of obedience. Never. I've never been scared of hearing what God wants to do and doing it and activating it quickly. And therefore, in the things of God, there's urgency. In the things of God, speedy obedience is important. The cause for a lot of people's delay. Let me, let me help some of you here. The cause for delay, a lot of times, is not even necessarily Satan. There is a big play in your mind that causes you to delay on the things of God by the vice called procrastination. And therefore, it causes you to lose a lot of time in the things of God. It then makes your spirit feel as though God is not moving. So you start moving further back and back and back in the things of God. Further back and back and back. Um, I've observed some things. I've also watched when people come. They're very, you know, people who are in the spirit rejuvenated. This thing, as Bishop has uh, mentioned, or Bishop's husband has mentioned, is, is warfare. This kingdom is about pressing. It's about pressing it's about pressing and it's about pressing strategically I was speaking at the QEG meeting yesterday and I was saying it's not about pressing carelessly it's about pressing but you must press toward the mark do not allow your energy to be used in places that will not produce results you must allow your energy to be used because this thing we carry is an energy oh my goodness it's a force God is a force and because God is a force, God is an energy distributing force that if you understand the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Might is a term for force. When you deal with force, you deal with things like might. When you deal with pressure, there are ways you measure pressure. There are ways you measure pain. You can go to a hospital sometimes. I remember uh, when I, I, I visited someone in the hospital, they told me, the doctors gave me this little paper because I came in in a lot of pain and they asked me on a scale of 1 to 10. And if you don't understand the scale of 1 to 10, then they draw faces. How great was your pain? There are ways people measure pain, pressure. God is a force. And therefore, I want to tell you something that should be beneficial to you as a believer. You're up against forces, but you are with the force. And because you're with the force, you will find yourself challenged sometimes because this business of Christianity, this thing called Christianity is a war to the end. You're never going to get a break. I'm talking to any of you coming here for a breakthrough. You will break through into another war. Uh, this thing, you don't rest, oh. I want to tell you, listen, I know you're talking about, but there's the peace of God. Yes, Jesus was asleep in a storm. Yes. Yeah. That's, right. That's what the peace of God enables you to do, is to fall asleep in a fight. Mm. It won't end. I have come to accept that even if you have success at Ramaphist, new levels, new devils. Let me tell you, you get the attention of, listen, there's a time you had the attention of a kindergarten demon. And there's a time you'll have the attention of a form 4 demon. But there's a time you'll have the attention of Satan himself. Because Satan is not omnipresent. He can only focus where there's danger. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So if you're going through, what God needs you to do is to grow through what he's building you to become. So that you don't faint. Because if you faint in your day of adversity, your strength is small. 
I'm teaching, your strength is small. Therefore, you must learn that the war will never end. And therefore, what must change regarding war is your attitude to this war. It will come every day. A new thing will come. God will give us some breaks. Once in a while, you'll get a little breathing space. But every time you have breathing space, you better prepare. You better prepare. You better prepare. You better prepare. And these African demons are ruthless, man. African demons are ruthless. They're, 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 they're Shaka Zulu type nonsense. Wakanda messed up demon. They are coming after your entire family with everything they have. They are messy. They are not civil. They are not coming through some, you know, they are coming. And they are coming for everything you have. So you better rise. You better rise. You had better rise. You had better rise. And when you rise, may you never fall. And may you become. Therefore, God is making it clear that we're in a moment. Right now, we're in a moment. And there are things that define a believer's life called moments. And the worst thing to do the moment, listen to me. If you've ever been at the front, don't allow yourself to go to the back. I've been doing ministry for about 27 years now. And I've not always been preaching. When I was ministering in, in Houston and I was serving my pastor, I made it a point to be there no matter what. No matter what. Come rain. Come shine. Come whatever may. Because this thing is for pressing. And when you allow it to finally say, oh, I can't do it anymore. And you start drawing back. You will find that there is nothing the enemy likes. Like a Christian who is sliding back. And he begins to give you what you want to hear. So you can backslide. He begins to give you what tools you need. The things people are saying. Hey, even me. Even me. Hey, even me. That place. You know. Remafist. I was really offended. No, no, no. Don't be. It's a kingdom of pressing. Thank God the pain you went through for people to give their lives to Christ. Thank God that you are privileged enough to participate in a move of God. Oh, glory be to God. Change your language. Change your attitude. Change your focus. And God will begin to say, now I know. Because men go through now I know moments. Come with me. He takes Moses, uh, Abraham up and says, sacrifice to me your son. Abraham obeys everything. Even goes only with the lad. But he has conviction that God will provide for himself. And he goes to the top. Begins to sacrifice his son. Listen to me children of God. When he begins to sacrifice his son. God intervenes. And the voice of God comes and says. Now I know. There will be a level of sacrifice required for heaven to say now I know. Now I know. Now I know. Don't see us up here and think we are very proper people, fixed up. We are messed up people trying to get to heaven. By the grace and the mercy of God, he has chosen such a time as this. And so you're in a moment. And I want to believe that none of you are going to lose your calling. And none of you are going to miss your time. And I told them, you've got to press strategically. Every pressing that is causing you to lose energy, 
that you need for what God has called you to do. Every voice that has come to negate the force God has put inside you. Everything that comes to build you, let it come. Everything that comes to drop you, let it drop. Everything that comes to finish you, let it go. But everything that has come to build you, and sometimes that's not necessarily a good thing, let it work on your life. Listen, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. For iron to be sharpened, it has to lose itself. You cannot sharpen a knife that is not losing itself. Oh, So if God is going to use you, something has to go. Some things have to go. The air up here gets thinner. The opportunity to do certain things. I, I can't even get upset when my food is late at a restaurant. I cannot. I have entered the season of long suffering. No. Because I've realized I don't care where I go. They're like, man of God, pastor, servant of God. You know, you're trying to say, where is my oh, man of God? <laughs> You're, you're, you want to be used by God, but you don't understand that the more he uses you, the less room you have to mess up. And people get upset. Oh, you're not picking my calls anymore. The more he lifts you, the less time you have for phone calls. You used to pick my calls. We were in standard one. Uh -uh. please I'm not being proud I'm trying to help you understand that once Nehemiah got up unless you're going to meet him in prayer don't ask him to come back down again because certain conversations will take you back to standard one uh, there's a moment we've entered I've never led people to Christ on Instagram I've been leading people the whole of last week to Jesus on Messenger, Instagram. Say this prayer. Say this prayer. Until I reached a point, I just said, let me plaster the prayer somewhere. I'll just start copying it, paste. Because I can't keep up with the number of people coming to Christ by text. We're using every tool, every means to draw people into this kingdom. Please listen to me. If God is going to release a moment into your life, you must maximize it. I want to ask for your forgiveness because by now we should not be here. I procrastinated and lost some time somewhere. We were not supposed to be here by now. We were supposed to be at home. And the thing that was supposed to catch us there, God has had mercy. It will still come. But I want you to understand we're in a moment. Please, open your mouth and begin to say, Father, may I not miss my moment in you. Thank you, Jesus. There's a time coming. There's a time coming. Am I not being heard? Just in case. You're not hearing me? Can you hear me at the back? At the very back, lift up your hands. Can you hear me? Uh, if they're lifting their hands, they can hear me. Can you hear me on this side? At the very back. Okay. If God, listen. A season is coming very soon when the vision shall speak. Your vision shall talk. And the beautiful thing is there's a time God will enable you to speak about certain things. But the vision shall speak. You know? Ah, God is so good. So I want you to understand I'm in the book. I don't know which book I'm in. 
John 16, 13. How be it? How be it? When the spirit of truth comes. Eugene, it's good to see you. Mukopoa. Good. How is marriage? Yeah, you've been smiling ever since. <laughs> How be it? When the spirit, when he, he has agenda, when the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. Now, please understand, I keep saying this, I'll say it until it enters your spirit. There is a dimension called all truth. And every distraction that comes to keep you from all truth is a lie from hell. Because he said, I will give you a comforter and when that spirit comes that spirit of truth has come and guess what he came he then has the capability to guide you into a place called all truth this place is a place that brings definition destiny I don't have to pump any of you up about my destiny I don't have you you don't need to pump me up at all about your destiny the vision will speak Holy Ghost, help me explain it. The vision will speak because God cannot allow his glory to be usurped by man. But when his glory appears, when Christ appears, you shall appear with him in glory. Therefore, what God wants to do with this moment is accelerate some of you from the place of delay into the place of his acceptance. The acceptable year of the Lord is a place where everything that you are doing aligns with what God is saying. And therefore, men are drawn and women are drawn because Luke 2.52 comes alive where Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and favor with God and with man. When the Holy Spirit begins to guide you into a place of all truth, you will enter a place where you will be able to acknowledge and agree that you could not have gotten to this place had it not been for God. You actually begin to remove yourself from the equation and allow yourself to be used of God because you cannot allow yourself to take any glory for what God is doing. And because we are in a moment in history, this moment is not something we created. It is something God created. So we are entering into God's moment. We don't create the moment. Your energy, your, your, your worship does not create a moment. You cannot say you make the sun come up every morning. The sun comes up. God has already given the sun the command to come up. But you can come out and bask. So what we are able to do is to know that God is doing something. And therefore we make ourselves available. Glory be to God. You will be taken as seriously as you take yourself. In the things of destiny and purpose. And what God wants to do in your life. So when this spirit has come. He will guide you into all truth may you enter a time where the very definition of why you are born becomes clear to you may you enter a time where your purpose begins to become very clear i have seen with my eyes what god is gonna do in this land and it is a mighty thing and because it is a mighty thing children of god some will get it some will miss it but i pray you will not be among those missing it and that god will bring you into a place of guiding you into all truth regarding your destiny for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak may you hear what god is saying about you because it is what the holy spirit is saying to you is what god is saying about you 
and therefore you're entering this place in the name of Jesus. So we're going to press and we're going to press strategically and we're going to believe no soldier is going to be left behind. Listen, don't allow your historical receipts to play a role in your future endeavors. Don't allow your historic uh, things to play a role in what God is about to do. He says, Behold, I do a new thing. A new thing is a new thing. Never seen, never heard of, never been reported anywhere before. But God has already finished it. But you haven't yet discovered it. Our point is not to, we don't invent truth, we discover truth. And when you spend time in his presence, you begin to enter this place where the Holy Spirit had already put some things in your life. Moments. Moments. He shall guide you into a dimension of all truth. I wrote something this morning as Holy Spirit was nudging me to come and speak to you and I want to share it with you. The body of Christ is in a moment. A very particular moment. It's a particular marked time in eternity. Please hear the voice of Yahweh. Divine moments don't occur by our own hand. They occur because they are orchestrated and pinned down by the hand of God. It is God who chooses a moment and picks people for the moment. It is God who chooses a moment, makes a moment, creates the moment for the glory of his name on what he wants to do in the realm of eternity and on the realm of earth. And then he picks a people for the moment. I'm in prayer for you that you do not miss this moment. There's a moment that has come on our land. I saw yesterday as I was driving. Today morning as I was driving. I used to see these cows when I would go. And the Maasai's are taking care of their cows. The cows are thin. The cows are looking very thin. Very malnourished. Cows are dying. There's famine. There's hunger. We haven't seen anything yet. But we're in a moment. We're in a moment that God wants to release the children of God. To begin to do something that's never been done before. Because in their mouths they will carry the energy. The word shalom is an energy word. It means peace. If I go into scripture, I believe in Luke chapter 9, you will begin to see Jesus sending his disciples out. And you'll see that he begins to send them out two by two. And he begins to tell them what to do in the house. In chapter 10, that first time, he just sends only, only 12 of them. But in chapter 10, he begins to send out 70. Am I in the right scripture? And when he sends out 70, he says, when you go to the house, speak to nobody on the way speak to nobody that means he says my peace i give to you so when you when he has given you his peace pastor pete the word shalom is actually derived from the hebrew word is, is actually a hebrew word meaning exempt from trouble that you're a force that is carrying the exemption of trouble into other people's territories ah. and therefore when you see cows that are starving the answer is sitting inside men that God has graced for a time as this. They are carrying an energy that releases peace. So when I enter your house, what I bring is shalom. Exemption from trouble. That's why Jesus would enter a house and immediately a house would start to rejoice where it was crying. Are you seeing what I'm saying? He says, my peace I give to you. What he'd carry into a house was the fact that when I enter this place, trouble has got to leave because darkness and light cannot coexist and therefore shalom operates under the, under the, the same elements as light. 
And so he says, the entrance of your word, it brings light. So what do we hide in our hearts? Thy word have I hid in my heart. So that when I come into a house, what I release is shalom. What I release is shalom. When you come into this house, this oiko, this is the bride of Christ. The one thing you're going to have is peace. He rebuked the storm after he woke up, but he asked the man, oh, you have little faith. Why? Because you need to enter a place where in the storm you can have shalom. Thank you, Jesus. In the storm you can have shalom. In the storm you can have shalom. In the storm you can have shalom. I was in Yahururu with this wonderful young lady. And, and <laughs> Pastor Mbevi, and, and when I was with her, I was a little boy. She was a little girl. We did not know we'd both be pastors in our future. But God had marked us. We did not know where the destiny. We were busy. I think after church we used to go and buy those five shilling sweets and lollipops that now we see our children buying. And we would go and, 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 and but we are here. Releasing shalom. You see, I don't know about your history. And I hear God wants to deal with it today. But it is not a hindrance to where you're going. But after the moment, what you do with that moment can determine, can determine without a doubt how quickly or how slowly you're going to enter that place. When this Holy Spirit has come, he will guide you into a dimension of all truth regarding yourself. I want to declare every lie you've been told about yourself every lie you've told yourself about yourself has no place in your future from now on enter a place of all truth regarding your destiny all truth regarding your assignment all truth regarding your ministry men struggle because they define themselves by themselves but there's a holy spirit who's been given an assignment to be alongside you and to whisper to you dimensions of all truth regarding your maker and in reference also regarding yourself you will not faint you will see the glory of yahweh over your life you will enter a place of all truth you will enter a place of knowing you will not faint we release strength to you in the name of jesus the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding. It means that there's a peace that the world gives. This is not the peace the world gives. We're not talking about world peace. This is not Miss World. We're not about world peace. We're talking about the peace of God. The peace of God. That in the middle of the storm, we know God's agenda. And we know that God has a plan for Kenya. God has a plan for Africa. We will not faint because we will see the fullness of those plans. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say we're in a moment. Because God picks the moment. We cannot cause divine moments. Divine moments happen to us. But we cannot cause them. You are not. Ah. I love that they did an amazing praise and worship. But I want you to know worship cannot cause a moment. Human beings have this inferior sight about God. To think that because of the way you worship that now God causes a moment to happen. No, please understand. It is you who took yourself to the sun. And so the sun began to shine. And when you bring yourself into this place of the glory of God, you start to see things that you couldn't see before. You cannot cause divine moments, but you can, you can assume a certain posture for the moment. For the moment. It's not, how about, it's not about how they sing. It's got nothing to do with how they sing, but how we come 
to worship. Go with me to the book of Leviticus 23 verse 1 to 3. God says to Moses, he's giving instruction about how things are to happen. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, the feasts of the Lord which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations. These are my feasts. Six days shall work be done. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You shall do no work on it. It is the Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. That's instruction. So come to church. That's good. But in Leviticus chapter 9, we won't read it. He shows Moses how to sacrifice. There is presenting yourself. But there is how you do what you do after you've presented yourself. It is equally important as we believe God for this revival and for what he's doing in the land that we don't just come and appear, but we ask God to give us the wisdom for how things are supposed to be done. I'm going somewhere with this. How things are supposed to be done when we come. There's a kind of heart and a kind of attitude that will cause God to move among a people. There's a kind of worship that will cause God to move among a people. Don't just go through the motions. Prepare your heart. Coming does not guarantee God will do anything but hearts, hearts, hearts do. We cannot experience these moments without worshipping. But worshipping does not guarantee. You come ready to lift his name. Ephesians 1, 11 to 12. Let me build on this now. Ephesians 1, 11 to 12. You must come ready to lift up his name. It says, in him also we have obtained an inheritance. Being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. This is how God works. That we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Listen, it is you who are to his praise. You don't praise. <laughs> Praises go up. Blessings come down. <laughs> Scripturally, it is those who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. That means that we are to be elements that come to praise, not to bribe God. Praise is not a bribe to receive from God. You cannot praise God into a bribe. You cannot praise God into a blessing. But if you come with a heart that is broken and contrite, God is going to lift up a voice over you and while you sing he'll be singing because the heart is right not just because you're present but you know how to be a sacrifice of praise we bring a sacrifice of praise i like the way Dunson says it i am the sacrifice a lot of you come to watch a lot of us come to see but we don't come to encounter and god wants men that are hungry for encounters that have come into his presence and will say no matter how the service goes i've come to meet god this is why apostle was telling us hunger is a good sign when men become hungry the hand of god begins to say now i have a moment that i can do what i need to do with these men glory be to god he says i'm going to go destroy sodom but i need to talk to my servant Abraham, my friend Abraham. I need to talk to my friend Abraham. 
When I talk to my friend Abraham, I, I, I will, I will, what God was looking for because the accusation of Sodom had come to heaven. Accusations about you have come to heaven. And so God says, let me go. But before I go to see for myself, I must talk to my friend Abraham. God decides to talk to a man. God says before I intervene in this place where the justice I'm being asked to meet out actually is supposed to happen let me inquire of my friend Abraham it was not because he wanted to inquire of Abraham it's because his throne is a throne that is that is that is that is engraved in justice and righteousness so when an accusation has been made against you there is a case against you that is justified but he begins to say, let me look for a man so that this man can imbibe something in me called mercy. If the man can give me cause not to destroy one man, if he can give me cause not to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, I will stop. And so they begin a conversation and Moses begins to plead. And God says, ah, yes, if you can find 50 righteous men. If you can find 50 righteous men, that's what God was looking for. Give me a reason to have mercy. That was in the old covenant. He says in Ezekiel 22, 30, I sought for a man. I couldn't find one. But he found a man. Ah, I hear that there was a man found whose blood speaks better things. Whose blood speaks better things. And now when the accusation comes, I want you to know in the book of First Peter chapter 2, he's called our advocate. Yeah. This was a week in Kenya. We were seeing cases going on in Kenya. Senior, senior men, you know, the, the whole system of justice. Let me tell you, the entire heaven is a system of justice and righteousness. Now, when the accuser comes, you have a lawyer who's never lost a case. He's never lost a case. He has never lost a matter. Every appeal, everything. Now, God is looking for a reason to release mercy. And Jesus rises up. And he says, Lord, let me plead the case for Zeno. Let me plead the case. Yes, I know they lied last week, but let me rise and plead their case. In other words, the accusations of your yesterday, because Jesus rises up this morning, there is a man in heaven. This is why he had to be a man. There is a man in heaven that pleads your case. Where you should be dead. There are men here. Let me tell you something. Some of you should be dead today. That's why I'm dealing with the heart. We're in a moment. Please put pride aside. Put haughtiness aside. What does the Bible say? It says let us lay aside. The things that will hinder you from going where you need to go. Is that you're too obsessed with yourself. And God is saying please put yourself down. There's a man in heaven pleading your case right now right now come on play for me on that minor there is a man pleading your case in heaven you know where you should be this is a moment we're in a moment and god is saying for what i want to release over kenya i need men who cannot just hunger for me but know how to become the sacrifice i have more than a song to stay I am the sacrifice. I have more than a song today.
I brought myself. I brought myself. I am your words, wait, wait. This is what you do. Listen. You don't come to church. You come to the sun. And you present yourself in the moment as a sacrifice. And say, God, do whatever you need to do with my life. You don't come to church so that your rent is sorted. You come to church and say, Lord, if I'm evicted, give me the strength to stay as a sacrifice on the altar. Ah, I loved where you were going, son, with that song. Leave me at the altar with my father. The desperation of men to see God move in their affairs. The obsession cannot be about the attack of Satan. The obsession has to be about the delight of Yahweh. That for such a time as this, you are here. Oh my God. A moment in history that God is saying, I have sons and daughters hungering for me, have presented themselves as sacrifices. As sacrifices. As sacrifices. As sacrifices. As sacrifices. Mm, leave me at the altar with my father. What is the state of your heart today? Listen, you must move away from being in the presence of God for Him to meet your need. You're making God too small. What if your prayer changed to say, God, what do you need in this generation? He's always saying, I need a man. It's not about the growth of your church. Listen, it's about hungry men coming into encounters with God. Saying, I want to leave my past behind and I want God to do what he's going to do. It's not about the dismissal of your problems. I shared with them yesterday, storms will be here. What God is looking for is men who have pressed. That by the time they are done, we start to see men of steel. Men who have been, it's not that there will be no fire. But not a hair on your head shall be consumed. You'll come out of that fire. And the ropes they had bound you with will have been burnt by the fire. Everything that was limiting you, the fire that is around you right now, is going to release every bond. Everything that is holding you down. Leave me at the altar with my father. God, do a new thing in our church. Do a new thing in our churches. Do a new thing in our homes. May your 10 year old, I was getting messages, Pastor Zeno. Somebody sent me a message say, Pastor, look at this. 10 year old prayed the whole night in tongues. 10 years old. 10 years old. God. The secret of getting our children off of PlayStations is that the house is filled with the glory and the fragrance of Yahweh. It is going to come to a place where the Bible says, have you not heard that in the last days I will pour out my spirit on all flesh and your young men. They shall begin. I announce over your house, over your oiko. I told them yesterday it's called oiko for a reason. Oiko is the word from which we get oikonomia. It's the word we get economy. It means the economy of a nation is first affected in a house. So what the enemy comes, Jesus says, how can you get back the house unless you can bind first the strong man in that house? We bind every strong man in your house. I penetrate in the spirit and together with you declare anything in your house that is anti-Christ. Anything in your house that is anti-progress. 
anything in your house that has come to diminish your destiny i rise up as a sound in this land right now and i declare it shall not prosper has no choice when you're in his presence the back pain has no choice we don't idolize your pain we glorify God when you're in his presence everything that has been binding you let me make an announcement here in the spirit as I hear it whatever bound you this has been the service of encounters this was your moment those watching me online this is your moment I hunger to see that day when men shall come into his presence without compromise and saying whatever has hindered me today I leave it behind whatever has been my idol today I put it aside lay aside every malice lay aside every deceit lay aside hypocrisy what is hypocrisy wearing masks hey my destiny is too important for me to worry about my neighbor seeing me crying I'm removing my mask today. You know when they would call them hypocrites? It was because these were people that were... Jesus hated hypocrisy because it was wearing of masks. They were actors. In fact, the word hypocrite is the word actor. So when they'd come into the presence of God, they would come and act. No actors here. No actors here. I've come! Destiny is calling... Destiny is calling. Hey, destiny is calling. Let every destruction fall. Let my business glorify God. Let my home glorify God. Let my children glorify God. Destiny, destiny, destiny is calling. Ah. It's not about people seeing how good I can preach. Ah. Less of me less of me more of you are you hungry today lift up those hands ah oh in this moment change my life every human being has a moment Every child of destiny has a moment. Father, don't let me miss my moment. Forgive me for trying to make you create moments, but today, let this be my moment. 
what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. What we waited for has come to pass. See what the Lord has done. Sit down, sit down. What, 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 what causes? What causes delay in a man's life? What causes delay in a man's life? It's consistent pursuit of his ambitions in his mind outside God. If you look at the character of God, it's brought out by the fruit of the Holy Spirit. They're not fruits, it's fruits. It says, love is patient. Patient. Love is kind. Kindness is a force. If you understand the gift of the fruit of long suffering as part of what the Holy Spirit he says, he says, love is patient, love is kind. It does not boast. It's not self-seeking. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, patience, forces. These are forces that men can rise up against you but you have peace. Ha, that's a force. Fruit of the Spirit, love. That men can hate on you and you're on the cross and you say, Father, forgive them. Love. It's a force. When you come to God, you're dead. Don't try to manufacture a moment in God. Enter the moment God has created. And let him do what he has to do. I'm turning this thing upside down. And I'm saying there's been too much of you in the agenda. God wants to be the agenda. God wants to be the center. God wants to be the, the episode. Jesus Christ is the center. Not a man. Listen, the one who rose and is seated is not, <laughs> not your peer. It's Jesus. The one who descended is the same one who ascended and is now seated at the right hand of God. And he says, I give you the power, the force, the energy to speak into the atmosphere of Kenya and say what you want to see that is in line with what I'm seeing. That's why the spirit will guide you into a dimension of all truth. When you're in that dimension, Pastor Zeno, you cannot speak what God is not speaking. You're not powerful because you are a human being. You're powerful because you've begun to align with what God is saying. Please hear me. I'm talking to you so that you stop manufacturing moments. Don't manufacture healing. Hear God. And if he says, Jesus says, I do nothing except which, that which I see my father do. Hey, Holy Spirit has kidnapped this service. I can't even read my notes. I do nothing except that which I see my father in heaven do. This thing is powerful when there's full alignment of father, son, and sons. Ah. Are you hearing me, church? He would not ever have healed blind Batamayas if God did not say, I'm healing blind Batamayas. When he went to the grave, he had God's instruction. He said, call Lazarus. He called Lazarus. The problem in our time is we are calling people God has not called. 
And so the kingdom of God is put in doubt because we start to manufacture moments. Don't manufacture moments. Let God arise. Let God be God. And every man be a liar. God is on his throne. Don't manufacture moments. Present yourself before the Father and see the Father begin to use you in ways you never imagined. He said to me just now as I was speaking, raise men in here. Raise women in here that will understand I want to do something with this moment. I want to do something with this moment. But there must be alignment. When you see cars coming at you that don't have alignment, <laughs> you cannot tell whether they are coming or going. But the Bible says the steps of a righteous man ordered of the Lord. May every step you make from today. This is a moment of a father where ears open, things open, gates open, doors open. May everybody here hear the voice of God. There is an alignment coming in the things of the spirit that will cause some of you to now catapult into the place where you're supposed to be. And so that delay that was over your life, I announce it ends today in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I'm aligning. I want to pray for those people. Say, I'm aligning. There's an alignment God wants to bring in the body of Christ. Teachers, prophets, apostles, evangelists. There's an alignment coming now. Alignment of families. Husband and wife alignment. Father and children. Did you, did you read the scripture? There's even an alignment of fathers to sons. It says, I will, I will turn the hearts of the fathers to the sons. For God to have to do that, it's because the hearts of the fathers were not with the sons. There's a place where a father can be so hurt that his heart is not with the son. But in this nation, God is realigning. God is realigning. God is realigning. Sisters, when you hear such a prophetic word like turning the hearts of the fathers to the sons, you should be happy because what it's doing, it's removing the power of Baal. Who is Baal? He's the God of divorce. He's a God of divorce. If you study your Bible, he's a God of divorce. And one of the things that turns the hearts of fathers against sons is when sons are manipulated by a single mother against their father. It's out of order. Your bitterness as a woman can cause you to poison the hearts of children against their fathers. And how Satan thrives through that division is to cause a lot of you to be in a state where you are so bitter and you want your children to align with you. So you turn their hearts against their father. <laughs> Not understanding the order of things in God is that you can never dismiss a seed. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. He will cause the hearts of the fathers 
turn towards their sons so that the fathers can begin to reconcile. When fathers begin to reconcile with sons, when there's been abortion in the kingdom, when there's been a dismissal of purpose in the kingdom, you will find, even if you travel to, 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 to lands out there, you will find very high rates of divorce, very high rates of separation. But the power of, the power, just like Mammon, because Baal is also the god of Mammon. He's also the god of divorce. It's because, look at the things that disturb marriage. Money. Communication. Satan thrives in the place of division. So he gives you tools to divide. When hearts begin to come back together, Satan hates it because that is communion. He hates it when we take communion like we did today because that is bringing our, our, our father in alignment with his sons. Kaya Koshata. So be careful, my sisters, not to cause the seed of your pain to become a seed in the hearts of your children who may never know how to relate. I break that force now in the name of Jesus. But pastor, that guy is a dog. I'm dealing with... Forgiveness is not for him. Is for you. God never asks you to forgive so that the other person can be better. If you discover the power of this force called forgiveness, it's for you. That's why Jesus was forgiving while they were crucifying him. He was forgiving. It was not for them, it was for him. Divine mercy. Invade this place cause men's hearts to melt again cause them to turn for their children for their sons let their irresponsibility not count against them Yahweh have mercy today in the name of Jesus and let Kenya heal in the area of marriage in the name of Jesus let the powerful spirit of fornication that has come to remove men and women from their area of calling. I'm talking. Let it be blown out of this place in the name of Jesus. Let every spirit of lust, every unclean spirit that has come to hinder men from advancement, women from advancement, let it die in our midst in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of sodomy the spirit that comes to take our young men cause them to be delayed in their area of pursuit let that area dry up now in the name of Jesus moments 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 God wants to align God wants to align let me tell you we won't have to pump anybody up eyes will open the deaf will hear people were sending me certificates certificates of HIV negative certificates saying this was me three weeks ago this is me now I said go for a second test certificates not one 
multiple. We don't have to manufacture anything. God is God. God is God. There are men and women here seeking alignment right now. I'm praying for you. Father, let this prayer of alignment come on all of us. That we may align with what you want to do in our time and in our generation. Every man should be praying that wants to do to see God do this in your life. Let alignment come in my life. Bring me in the path of alignment with you. Let me never go where you've never called me to be. Let me never be where you don't want me to be. Let me align with you, God. You said you will send a spirit that will bring me alignment. Let alignment rise in this place. Let alignment rise in this place. Let alignment rise in this place. Psalm 40 verse 8. Let alignment rise in this place. Oh, we're still praying. We're still praying. Let alignment rise in this place. I delight to do your will. Oh my God. And your law is within my heart. I delight to do your will. Oh God. And your law is within my heart i delight to do your will oh my god and your law is within my heart father may this become our prayer right now may this become our prayer right now may this become our prayer right now in the name of jesus may we begin to see it Jesus name he says he will guide you into all truth how does he do that please sit down he'll guide you into all truth how does he do that first of all I want you to know truth is guided into truth is guided into you don't guide the Holy Spirit he guides you aha you cannot guide him he guides you by the way he is a force he's an energy as you go home today I pray you enter your house with him you know there's a way you can carry. You have the privilege of carrying his presence. Hey. Whoo. I'm talking to those who are coming into alignment. When you go into your house, your oiko, and you enter today, let that force enter with you. I'm seeing something. When you enter, it's like a force will enter your house. And all the things in your vicinity. Yes. I keep asking this question. What were pigs doing in Jerusalem territory? What were they doing? Somebody had allowed pigs into an area that pigs were not allowed. And therefore, somebody was practicing something in a household that was not allowed. Are we together? There are things that have been permitted in your house with or without your knowledge. That you enter and wonder. Because I wonder how a believer can tell me, please allow me to deal with these things today. How a believer can tell me they're not sleeping in their bed. Ah, yeah. Listen, you have power. He said, and I will give you, I have given you, not I might give you, I have. You must believe God for who he is. If he says he has, I assure you, he has. How can a believer say they are not sleeping because they are being visited? 
let me talk to you right now. You are carrying power. That your children are being invaded by nightmares. No. You are carrying something. Today as you go home, I want you to leave here and go into your house. And I want you to just open those doors. And as you enter, the force of God, the power of God, the anointing of God, the glory of God will enter with you. I'm sending you with that same power into your office. You are an atmosphere changer. We're in a moment. Listen to me. You're an atmosphere changer. When you enter into a place, things have got to shift. Not because of you, but because of the one that you're carrying. I announce the exp- Have you ever looked? Have you ever looked at your milk packet? It says expiry date. Aha. There are things I'm putting in a packet in your house right now. There are things in your life I'm putting in a packet. And I'm announcing an expiry date. This is the 4th of of September. That thing expired this morning. At 11.59am. I announced the expiry of the thing that has come to cause you trouble. Please, let me explain something. There's a difference. There's a difference between things that God has sent to trouble you that build you and things that have been given access known or unknown that are there to torment you without God's permission. Anything without God's permission that is in your life right now. I release grace for you to pronounce alignment over your life. For that thing to leave. There are things that were supposed to leave four years ago. Their work ended four years ago. You've been repeating from three, four years in a row. No more repeating. No more repeating of that class. I announce in the name of Jesus. For them that have ears, let them hear. The expiry date has come. The expiry date has come. I refuse to go through anything that God has not given permission to go through me. Did you hear me? I refuse it. By the power of love, the power of a sound mind, I did not receive a spirit of fear. This is not the spirit I received. I received a spirit of power. I received it. I'm announcing to believers, you received it. You received it. Power in your office. Power in your walk. Power in your work. Power in your house. Power in your mind. You did not receive a spirit of fear. Why would it start with what you did not receive? So that you can know that there are some receptions that are wrong. You did not receive that spirit. You received a spirit of power. A spirit of adoption. You're wearing a new coat. You're wearing a new coat. And as you leave here today, it shall be a Joseph moment. As I was telling them yesterday, and as daddy told us, one moment in prison 
the next moment in the palace for God has been preparing you for such a time as this somebody shout I'm coming out stronger better I hear in the spirit some of you are in fire right now but that fire shall not consume you that fire is going to build you I hear that that's a fire God has allowed in the name of Jesus receive strength for that thing not to kill you say it shall not kill me I want you it shall not kill me it shall not kill me I receive the grace to go through this thing in the name of Jesus come on lift those hands Jesus not only is truth guided into but it is guided into by a person I'm about to deal with a spirit called loneliness ah. this spirit that has caused so many people to think they are alone but he says that I will send to you Paracletos the one called to be alongside you loneliness is a term I hear in this generation a lot but I want to announce you're not alone you're not alone you're not alone you're not alone young men listen to me carefully the spirit of lust comes alongside a spirit called loneliness when you decipher in your mind reasons as to why you can justify certain things in your life but that is not your story and today in the spirit I change a young man's story and I declare there are people you're going to lock out of your house from today my sister there are people you're going to lock out of your house this thing is too serious to play with the call of God over your life is too serious for you to play games with I've started praying, God, don't allow anybody, don't allow anybody to play with this altar. Don't allow. Too many lives are dependent on our obedience. You can't play games where God wants to change the lives of men. You better find another place to play. But it cannot be at the altar of Yahweh it must be in another place go play in a circus but this is a place of serious transactions men are making destiny transactions men are making destiny changing transactions don't play with the work of god don't play with your life take yourself very seriously god wants to use you take yourself very it is only the world that will tell you don't take yourself too seriously take yourself very seriously to use you. You're not lonely. He's there. He's here right now. He's here right now with some of you and he's touching some of you into the giftings that he has called you into. You are not alone. I wish you could talk to him. He's right there with you and tell him thank you for being with me. Thank you for being alongside me. He says the presence of God is before you, behind you, on your sides top of you and below you. Thank you Holy Ghost.
He's a person. He walks with me and talks with me. He speaks to me. He says, this is the way. Don't go this way. Don't preach this sermon. Speak these words to the people. That's why I can come here with all my notes. And he says, this is not your service. This is my service. I will do what I want to do with my people in this moment. He's a person. And he's here to change lives and to change courses. In the name of Jesus, we are worshiping. We're worshiping. We're worshiping. Father, turn destinies around now as I close. Turn lives around now as I close. Let alignment begin in the name of Jesus. If I was a kind, I see how they align. Alignment is a painful thing. It's the turning of hearts and the turning of things to where God wants to be the king of people's lives. Align me today, Father. Arise. Scatter everything in me that is not of you. Cause me, Lord, to see you in a way I've never seen you before. Speak to me right now. Speak to me right now, Holy Spirit. Let me hear you in a new way. Let me hear you in a new way. is not just guided into there is a person but finally there is a how it says he shall guide you into all truth by causing you to become the sacrifice Isaac said father where is the sacrifice <laughs> I see the wood I see the fire but where is the sacrifice? Some of you came this morning as the sacrifice. God has been looking for men. And they're here today. God has been looking for women in this moment. And they're here today. People that will speak what God is speaking. And say what God is saying. And do what God is doing. They are here in this service as I speak right now. Please as men are getting this direction I want us to just be in a place of worship. Is that okay? God is about to lift some of you catapult you into the place of guidance. This place I, I beseech you brothers and sisters by the masses of God to understand that this place I'm talking about is a place of death total death. It's a place of killing my personal ambitions and aligning with God's plan for my life. It's a place of complete surrender. Lord, lift men here today. May procrastination never be your story again. Lift men and women here today, Father, to see what I'm talking about. Son, play it louder. Lift men and women here today, Father, so that they can become everything that you've called them to become. I speak over you, grace. I speak over you, life. I pray that Father will give you a sign this morning. A sign that you did not just come to church. You came to Bethel, the place of encounter. You came to Bethel, the place of encounter. I pray that God will show you that this is not a game he's playing with you. That he shall guide you into a place of all truth. 
you have come into Bethel, the place of transaction, the altar where God begins to lift men and cause them to become something that they never imagined. This is your moment, for there's a moment that comes to every man, a moment that comes to every woman that cannot be manufactured by another man. It is made by God himself. Let men arise this morning. Let women arise this morning. Let assignments be made sure this morning. In the name of Jesus. Let your oiko be turned around. Let your countenance change. Enter the place of destiny changing. God is in the midst of his people. God is in the midst of changing stories. I declare over your life. This is the last time you're seeing some Egyptians in your environment. The Egyptians you see, you shall see them no more. There are some things you're saying bye-bye to this morning. Open your mouth and pray, church. This is a destiny-changing moment for somebody here. I declare in the name of Jesus, you will not faint. You will not faint. Now enter into alignment in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Enter into alignment in the name of Jesus. Enter into alignment in the name of Jesus. I am your worship. Come on, lift up a voice of worship. I enter into the place of encounters. I enter into the place of change. I refuse to die where I am. Today is my moment of an encounter. This is it. This is my change moment. Jesus. No more delay. I want them to enter a place that they will know my power. That you will know the power that raised Jesus from the dead. It's not a joke. It's power. It's a force. That you will know the peace of God. It's not a joke. It's a force. You live here today carrying this power. Not just around you, on the inside of you. When you speak it into a place, it will happen. When you speak it over a body, it will happen. When you speak it over your circumstances, you will see God begin to do what you've never seen with your eyes before. No eye has seen means no eye has seen. That you may know him and the power of his resurrection. That you may know him and the power of his resurrection. I'm not trying to excite anybody, but I want to leave men here with conviction that I'm tired of playing Christian games. I want to know God. I want to know God. I want to know God. That power that raised Jesus from the dead in my generation. I want to know that power. I want to know this power. I want to know this God. May you receive that wisdom now that causes men to run into places that other men have never entered. When you walk into an embassy, power has walked in. When you walk into a nation, power has walked in. The favor of God that you carry being released into territories 
this is your portion in the name of Jesus the power of God you carry entering into territories from your own oiko into your neighbor's oiko neighborhoods being saved for Jesus children coming into the knowledge of God you're carrying that wisdom now in the name of Jesus when some of you open your mouth tomorrow morning people will wonder who is this talking that's the wisdom of God coming upon you going round in circles is no longer your portion I announce this is your moment there's a moment that comes to men there's a moment that comes to men there's a moment that comes to men a moment that comes to men that leaves men changed forever <laughs> that I may know him there's a moment that comes to men that leaves them changed forever you carry a force that can change your husband you carry a force that God can use to change your wife to change every circumstance in your oiko economies are changing here I announce that in the spirit Economies have changed here. Oikos have changed here. Households have changed here. What he came for was the household of Zeno. But the household of Zeno shall be known. I announce that your register has also been advanced. Even in the kingdom of hell. That Jesus we know. Paul we know. Charlo we know. Sarah we know. Your name has been registered for damage in the kingdom of hell. That now the forces of hell that will rise up against you have no power over you. Because he who began a good work in you, he is faithful to complete it. God is raising men and women in this place. There's a moment. There's a moment. There's a moment. Mark this day. Mark this day. The 4th of September, 2022. Mark the hour. Mark the time. He says, now cometh the hour. There is an hour. There's a moment. Things have shifted. Now, to demonstrate this, because to speak is nothing without demonstration. For men to come and just talk with no demonstration is an insult to the kingdom of God. We announce here testimonies. Within the next 24 hours, I was speaking here last Sunday. And I was speaking and speaking and, and I was speaking and someone said, while you were yet talking, my phone began to ring. This dimension is here. While I was yet talking, some of you don't know that somebody has been disturbed on your behalf. While I was yet speaking, while I was yet talking, the miracles were already happening. To speak like this and have no results is an insult to the power of this kingdom of God. May you receive and see something now begin to happen in your environment may doors open for you who are served god your labor has not been in vain may there be an open door i pronounce open doors there must be a testimony in your house i'm making this personal in your oiko there must be a testimony in the name of Jesus because he guided you but he will also give you a sign he says I will give you signs and wonders this is not a thing for evangelists 
It's going to happen in your household. Signs. Wonders. Of victory. Ha. Hear me. There are things being released as I speak. There are things being released as I speak. There are resources being released as I speak. Ha, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of you have been trusting God for some resources. I hear in the spirit they are being released while I'm speaking now. While I'm speaking now, there are resources. As God is seeing you aligning, then the resources are aligning to you. The good things are coming. The things that God has been calling to come into your life are all aligning together with what God has been wanting you to do, which is to align with Him. Did you know that the alignment with God is alignment with everything that comes with the assignment? <laughs> we speak it in the name of Jesus. In a very short time, we shall see. Somebody say, we shall see. Here in Kenya, we shall see something. We have already begun to see in this moment. Let me put it this way. Please hear me. We are not struggling. I'm not struggling to preach. We're not struggling to see the hand of God. We are not. We are not. I can tell you right now, the moment we're in, the right hand of God is orchestrating everything. The right hand of God is the hand of power. It's the hand of execution. It's the hand that, it's even when he points, it's the finger of God. That right hand of God is the one that is moving over this nation. And we announce over Kenya. I hear God tell me to tell all of you, do not fear. I know tomorrow everybody's like, where shall we be? Do not fear. Is what I hear in the spirit. Don't be afraid. God is not a man that he should lie. And I want you to know God is not a democrat. The courts of heaven have already made decisions. Human courts will do what human courts do. But the courts of heaven, because the, the throne of God is embedded in justice and righteousness. Justice has already been meted out over Kenya. And I want to tell all of you so that you don't go saying, Pastor said who will win. I want you to know it is not dependent on who wins. It's dependent on a remnant. On those who carry the power. They carry the power over Nebuchadnezzar. They carry the power over Pharaoh. They carry the power and carry the Psalms like David. They carry the power over Saul. It is not dependent on who wins. God's hand is on Kenya. And he has a 50-year plan for our nation. This revival God has brought in our midst is a reformation. And a reformation intrudes systems. Are you hearing the spirit of the Lord? It intrudes systems. And therefore, I want you to know systems are about to be invaded. Did you know no matter who becomes president, the rot in the system is too much for any man to get rid of. No matter how good intentions, how good intentions, even if a very good man rises who's never had a case, I want you to know the system 
is rotten from the root. It takes God to uproot some things from the root. And so I want you to know the invasion is not coming from where some of you think it's coming from. It's not coming from the head. It will come from the roots. And it will begin to purify the entire nation. And God has already begun the work for a generation in this nation. Are you hearing me? So do not be afraid. Do not fear. The plan is not a five-year plan. God has a forever plan for Kenya. And it has begun from the roots. When you see judges and magistrates and ministers all coming to pray and to seek God and to fall under the anointing, the system has started being taken care of. When God begins to touch his people from the roots, systems begin to change. Let me say right now, every system in Kenya will bow. Every system. Every system in Kenya, you will bow. Hear the voice of Yahweh. Every system in Kenya, you will bow. The judiciary shall bow. The legislature shall bow. The executive shall bow. That amen sounds like you don't understand what I'm talking about. They will bow. The systems will bow. You will go for justice and it will be proper. If you can go to court and something has been taken from you and somebody can pay a judge, the system is rotten. They say in Kenya, why hire a lawyer when you can buy a judge? That is not going to be our story any longer. The systems are going to bow to Yahweh. Why is it you can go get your title deed in another, in another county and find that people have colluded and signed your signature and taken your land, which is rightfully yours? The system is rotten. And so we speak that the blood of Jesus from the root to the shoot to the entire tree heal us as a nation in the name of Jesus let it happen in your own generation let it happen while you're seeing the rot in the education system father touch our systems we're in a moment what I've seen in the spirit we shall see what we've never seen in this country the acceleration and elevation of Kenya and things being set right by a divine hand. Let me put it this way. The judgment of God will cause men to fall while they are standing and never wake up again. Who will be taking advantage of the things that God is setting? Ah, hear the voice of Yahweh. Any man that is not aligned. This is why God told me, pray the prayer of alignment. Any man not aligned to the agenda of God, may you not live to see the fruit of what you are planning for. No. Ah, I speak with boldness and courage. People cannot be suffering like this while people are just taking and amassing. Today, we stop it. 
in the name of Jesus there will be distribution in the land and God will do a new thing in our land hear the voice of Yahweh curriculums this is why I know what does God do when he's changing systems he plants his people People will come and offer some of us positions. We've said, no, don't give us positions. We want influence. Put my son, put my daughter, put so and so. Let them sit there because they carry the fire of God. Let Shadrach be there. Meshach be there. Abednego be there. And the forces that will try, the fire that will try to burn them will not consume them because they are carrying the system of God the force of God to change a nation. It's going to happen in companies. Systems. Listen to me. There's a reason we're in debt. It's, it's called God has set up a stage. Set up. The only person who can change the status of Kenya's debt situation is Joseph. Please hear God. Why he has brought this revival is not so that we just rejoice and say, oh my God, oh my God. No. It's for a reformation. Reformations go and change systems. They change languages. People start to talk differently. People just start to say, ah, no. Policemen start to say, no, thank you. Don't do that. I cannot take a bribe. Systems begin to change. Men begin to get convicted and to say, I don't want that. In the name of Jesus, may it happen in our time. Amen. May you see it in your time. I know what I'm talking about. Some of you may not have the experience. I know what I'm talking about. The system needs an invasion from God. So that some of you, when you establish your businesses, the wars that have been fought by some of these fathers and mothers can begin to make sense to some of you. Because I want you to know when you come up with a great idea, what will fight it is the system. But when the system can't find you, they'll come for your faith. So when they couldn't find anything in Daniel because he had an excellent spirit, they came for his faith. So they may not fire you because of your work. But they'll say they'll fire you because you went for the conference for three days. They'll come for your faith. But don't worry. That king will diarrhea. Because when the hand wrote on the wall, the Bible says that his intestines, his loins, what did daddy tell us? Alihara. Watahara. Watahara. Because when God has put you in the system, nobody can remove you from that system. This is why you're called the repairers of the gap. You have to be put in a place where there's a gap. May God bless you. May God keep you. May God cause his face to shine upon you and grant you peace now and always. The shalom of God be with you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. 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 Just keep playing.